The New England Patriots may prefer to go the veteran route for help at wide receiver, but one draft prospect is making the case to be their pick at number 14. Find out who by staying locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage and also your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On Patriots is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So smash that subscribe button, download, subscribe to follow Locked On Patriots wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So give me a follow, drop me a line, let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, today is Free Agent Friday, closing the week in style here on Locked On Patriots. And that means a visit from the count of Murphy Fisto himself. He opens the week in style, closes the week in style here with us, and we're always glad to have him. Thomas Murphy of E2DSports.com and I will discuss the potential of a free agent wide receiver target and whether this target will be a good fit for your New England Patriots. I'm talking about the recently released Tennessee Titans receiver, Robert Woods. Interesting, folks, so stick around for that one because we definitely want to hear what you have to say on this. And, of course... The amazing listeners of Locked On Patriots have spoken, and we will respond. We definitely love getting your free agent wish lists for Murph and I to grade, very similar to how we do things for Mock Draft Monday. And Murph and I will give you our thoughts on a listener-submitted free agency wish list that just happens to come from the man that resurrected the idea to begin with. Our good friend Jason Sullivan submits his list. And Murph and I will break that down. So stick around for an interesting weekend edition of the Locked On Patriots podcast. But, folks, it is also Combine Week. And we're kicking off today's episode by saying that all the mock drafts that we've been filling out, a lot of user mock drafts, a lot of listener mock drafts, a lot of expert mock drafts, well, they may have to be adjusted a little bit, especially in round one. Because according to my colleague, the Athletics' Jad Graff, the Patriots are indeed in the market for a wide receiver to help this offseason. But Chad's report indicates that the team's preference at this point will be to address the position with a veteran rather than using their first-round pick for a receiver. And he cites a former team official as his source. Folks, in my humble opinion, there is one guy that I would break this rule for. And apparently... This player would love to play in New England. So before we get to the free agent aspect of this, we'll get to what I alluded to in the opening day. I'm talking about Ohio State's Jackson Smith Najigba. Now, you've seen me and heard me break down the ins and outs of guys like TCU's Quentin Johnston or USC's Jordan Addison as being the ultimate pie-in-the-sky hopes for the New England Patriots. We'll get to those guys in just a minute. But Jackson met with the media on Friday at the Combine in Indianapolis, and 
he informed the masses that he'd actually met with the New England Patriots already. And he had some interesting things to say about your Pats <laughs> without any question. He is still considered a Patriots target, by the way. ESPN's Mel Kuyper has him going to Foxborough in his latest mock draft and actually might be available when the Patriots pick at number 14 overall. That's why I think he's the guy. But we'll get to that in just a moment. When Smith Najigma was asked about the New England Patriots' glowing praise for both Bill Belichick and even Mac Jones, saying that his meeting went very good, and then going into the specifics and saying, Coach Belichick, he's, you know, what type of franchise program they have over there. So it definitely would be awesome being in that system. Mac Jones, great arm talent, great quarterback, definitely would like playing there. If you're a New England Patriots fan, that has got to make you smile. You'll love hearing it. I love hearing it. I know you do as well. And getting the opportunity to cover him and watch him play here with the Patriots would really be something special. Now, if the Patriots draft Smith the Jigma, they're going to be going on his 2021 output. Don't forget, his 2022 season was cut short by a nagging hamstring injury. Only five passes, 43 yards. But when you consider that he caught only 10 passes in seven games as a freshman in 2020, you also have to take a look at what he did in his junior season, his 2021 season, where he caught 95 passes for 1,606 yards. That, to me, is the true value of what this kid brings to the table. Now, that in itself should make a pretty good case for the Patriots to at least consider this, especially if Jackson is still there at number 14. But getting back to Chad's report from The Athletic for just a moment, the wide receiver market really notably thin this offseason, if I'm giving my honest opinion. And Murph and I have discussed this several times, discussed it with Claire and several of our guests and even solo appearances here that I've done, basically stating that there's not a whole lot beyond Jacoby Myers. Jacoby right now is one of the top options on the list. And if the Patriots want to go a veteran route, they may be better off trying to do everything they can to re-sign the guy they already have. Yeah, there's other opportunities out there. Juju Smith-Schuster, I know, is going to be out on the open market. He'll command huge money without question. And there's always the possibility of Odell Beckham Jr. I know that's interesting. I know it makes for great copy. And I know a lot of the fans are still interested in that. We're going to talk about him on Locked On Patriots. But if I'm being honest, it's going to be a conversation for another day, folks. But keep a sharp eye. We're not done talking Odell just yet. But if the Patriots are looking to make a major splash at receiver, probably not going to be done free agency. The best chance they have would be to pull off a major trade. And that market looks like it's drying up a little bit as well because executives are talking at the Combine. We've already heard the Bengals openly talk down rumors about T. Higgins. We've heard the Chargers claim they're not willing to move veteran receiver Keenan Allen. Was a little bit of a disappointment to myself as well. Had the chance to cover Keenan when I covered the Chargers. He looked great in a Patriots uniform, but if that's the case right now, Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins looks to be the crown jewel. We've gone over the ins and outs, the pros and cons of a move like this. It's possible, but it's going to take a lot for the Patriots to pull it off. But all of this can change in the coming days and weeks because there's a lot that can happen in free agency. Money starts to move around the league. Dominoes begin to fall, and then all of a sudden there's teams that are creating cap space. Patriots may look at the entire market and say, you know what, the guy that we want is just not out there. He may be available at number 14 when we go to pick in the first round. 
And if that's the case, I think Smith Njigma is the guy that's going to be able to make this work because he may be there at 14, whereas I don't believe guys like Addison and Johnston will be. And if that's the case, here's the guy I want, and here's the guy that I think I want if I'm the Patriots. Outstanding route runner. This is something that New England absolutely values above all else in their offensive wins. And Jackson is about the best in this class of being able to do that. Excellent at getting separation. Great footwork, excellent body control, and above average ability to read leverage. That's something that really will endear him to Bill O'Brien. He can make sight adjustments, and then he can run to the open space. If you want a guy that can give you yards after the catch, Jackson Smith, the Jigba, is the guy that can help you do it. That made him constantly available for Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud. Got him, allowed the opportunity to work him the football in 2021, and these two were really something to watch when they were clicking. I encourage you, if you haven't done so, check out some of the clips on Jackson on YouTube. You'll see what I'm talking about. Always finds his way open. Easy targets, easy paths to the end zone. Not going to be quite that easy in the NFL, folks, but this kid is very intelligent. He knows how to find the space, and he's very aware of the space that he creates. So if you want to make a splash, folks, pair him with Mac Jones, pair him with Bill Belichick. The Pats are in business. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I love Jordan Addison. I love Quentin Johnston. I don't think they're going to be there at number 14. They're top flight receivers, but Jackson Smith Njigma does belong in that category. And because the Patriots won't trade up for a wide out, this is the guy that I think is a good possibility. So if he's there, I make him a Patriot, and I'm not feeling too bad about myself at that point. But that being said, folks, if the Patriots go the franchise route, a recently made free agent is also being rumored as a potential Patriots target. As I said earlier, Robert Woods, formerly of the Los Angeles Rams and most recently of the Tennessee Titans, highly skilled player, but is he really a fit in New England? Well, the green king of sting, Thomas Murphy of E2GSports.com, folks, is going to join me in just a moment to discuss that very topic when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But First, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Built.com. Folks, if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories, then you have got to try a Built Bar. If you're like me and you're looking to eat healthier but you don't want to compromise taste, then I've got the thing for you. You have got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. You, they're so delicious, you won't believe they're healthy for you, but trust me, they are perfect for you in that regard. What makes Built so good is that they're all covered in 100% real chocolate, come in amazing flavors, and I say this all the time, I'm not sure how these guys do it, but these bars taste exactly like a candy bar, but maintain amazing macros. They're healthy, only 130 calories on average. 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And here's the best part, folks. You don't have to wait around to get a box any longer. You can always go to Built.com and order your amazing Built Bars directly from the source. But now, if you're in transit, you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. You can head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or the coconut puffs. And if you're close to a Sam's Club, go in and grab a 13-bar box of our hit flavors like brownie batter and churro. 
Don't delay. Do it today. And you can thank me later. Find all of the great products that you love, and I know you'll love them, at Built.com or at your local Sam's Club or Walmart. Built, you got to try it. Patriots fans, thanks once again for spending part of your weekend here on Free Agent Friday on Locked On Patriots, flushing the format a little bit and along for the ride. Now you've been waiting for it, and I'm going to deliver it because it is what we've been waiting for. The legendary Connor Murphy Fisto himself, Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports, joining me. Murph, in the previous segment, I talked a little bit about the Patriots not wanting to go the draft route for wide receiver help this time around in 2023 upgrading. I did mention that Jackson Smith Najiba would probably be the guy that could break the mold. This is a prototypical Patriot, checks all the boxes. I love this kid. I'd love to see him in a Patriots uniform. But let's face it, the chances of that happening are probably slim, especially with the Patriots tipping their hand that they'd probably rather go the veteran route. So that either means one of two things. It means trades or it means free agents. And because it's free agent Friday and I love alliteration, that's where we're going to go today. Interestingly enough, NFL Network's Nick Shook threw a little bit of a wrench into these plans because, Mark, when you look at the actual free agent list for wideouts that are available, it's not that robust beyond what you already have on your roster, and that's Jacoby Myers. But a recent addition to that list, Nick Shook of NFL Network thinks might be a good fit here in New England, and that is wide receiver Robert Woods, recently released by the Tennessee Titans. We all know him from his time with the Rams. Nick's exact words in this report were Bill O'Brien oversaw an offense that threw for over 5,000 yards in his first season as offensive coordinator in 2011. Mac Jones needs a veteran who he can rely on to get open. Woods is that man. Murph, I like the player. I'm not sure I love the fit in New England. Why am I right here or why am I wrong here? Um, you're, you're absolutely right here, Michael. Um, it, the Patriots have this player. Okay, they have these players. All right, when you're going to go out and spend money, you're going to spend money to make your team better. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, nothing against Woods whatsoever. They, we already have the guy on the roster. We already have these guys. All right, spending money at the wide receiver position is not the way to go. All right, drafting those wide receivers is going to be the way to go. I, I, I don't care. I don't care, people, that Bill hasn't been able to hit a home run with a draft. This class is not the the class to go out and get this kind of ball player uh, for this kind of money. It's it's, going to cost too much. I don't like it. And uh, we'll we'll just be moving on. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways, Murph, uh, you're spot on. And again, this is no disrespect to Robert Woods, who I do think will make a very good wideout addition to a club that's in need of the type of receiver that he is. Not a whole lot of size, not a whole lot of speed, but what he does bring you is the ability to make catches in traffic. He can make catches outside his frame. He's very good at being able to lunge, reach for the ball, got very, very good field vision. You're absolutely right. There is a guy on this roster right now that does just that. Well, He's on the roster for another couple of days. Let's let's be honest. We're talking about Jacoby Myers here, and this is a guy I think that really is very much similar in terms of his skill set. Woods can be a very effective guy out of the slot, maybe a little bit more of a perimeter fit if you want to go for versatility. I can definitely understand that. There's no question about it there. But you look at the key components of this passing game, and I think that there are guys on this roster that can fill that bill. Um, 
Kendrick Bourne is on this roster that, right now. I think you. he can do that. Um, That's even, who I'm talking about. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not talking about Myers. It's Kendrick Bourne. There's been somebody in front of Kendrick Bourne for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. almost his entire time here. All right. And it, it's it was it came to a huge head last year. And I don't want that. All right. Get Bourne in there in the slot and let's take care of business. He's already on a very good contract. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And if you want perimeter help at that level in kind of, I think, very similar production that someone like uh, a Woods would give you in that role, you're probably looking at Devontae Parker at that right. point, making the contested catches and making the catches outside his frame. None of these guys that we've mentioned, with the exception of Bourne, when he's on, he can give you some yards after the catch. But Parker, Woods, these guys aren't big yak guys. That's not their component. That's not what they're built for. And, you know, you have to take a look at, you know, career low numbers in Tennessee last season, although Woods looks like he's happy to get out of there, uh, judging by his, uh, you know, (laughs) judging by what he had to say on social media, just tweeting out the word free. Uh, you have to think that he's he's looking to necessarily go elsewhere. He's not going to be playing um, for free. Oh no, he's not. No, somebody's somebody going to pay him. And oh yeah, it's not going to it's not going to be the Patriots. Okay, this is not where Bill spends money. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and especially for guys that you know, quite frankly, this is this is one of the weaker classes of free agents at the wide receiver spot in a very mm-hmm. long time. Spend your money wisely, Bill. Go spend your money on the offensive line. Yeah. And in my opinion, I think that's exactly why you get guys that are going to either add to a veteran presence here. If they want to go that route, it's going to be via trade or, you know, I haven't completely given up hope yet that the Patriots are going to add to this squad by the draft. I think they will draft wide receivers. I don't think they're going to shut the position out by any stretch of the imagination, but someone like an Addison or a, or a Smith Najiba or a, you know, um, you know some of these guys, Quentin Johnston of TCU, yeah. trying to clear the cobwebs, folks. But that's exactly where it is. Those three are, I mean, top of the heap. Those are the prototypical mm-hmm. plug and play, ready to go from the you bat. Uh, I don't think the Patriots are going first round wide receiver no. talent. If you're not going to do get that, me Nathan Dell, okay, yeah. in the third it's round, very that's, that's fine. You know, yeah. go go do that. that. That's somebody that can that can fill a role here and is going to go get me the yak that I love. And yeah. I'm not going to have to pay them $18 million a year. Yeah. No, if I'm going to pay you $18 million a year, you're going to be six foot six and weigh 320 pounds. <laughs> no, That's you're absolutely it. right. Yeah. And, and I agree with that 100%. And these are the types of guys that the Patriots may look to bring in. Spending that type of money off the bat for someone like Woods, who gives you a similar type of skill set to what you already have on the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't see the Patriots doing that. If they're going to spend that kind of money, they're going to go and trade for a guy like a Brandon Cooks or maybe right. a DeAndre Hopkins. I, I don't even um, want Brandon Cooks back. I yeah. don't. There's been nobody on the planet, nobody on this planet in the history of the NFL has been traded for more more uh, first-round picks and second-round picks than Brandon Cooks. That includes yeah. <laughs> that includes a lot of really good ball players. Yeah, and I, I didn't – like like I said, I, I've here I am rambling again. Okay, Brandon Cooks doesn't doesn't bring you what you, he makes. He makes the catches, and and unfortunately he's concussion prone. I it just I can't have it. I can't. I can't you know. Yeah, with, to with, me, to me that's the biggest knock on Cooks right now. I mean, there is a familiarity with the system. He does know mm-hmm. a little bit of what Bill O'Brien brings to the table. That was a very small sample size of Brandon playing for him in Texans, mm-hmm. folks. Um, but at the same time. 
you also look at the injury history here, and the Patriots have to be very mindful. I think any team that is looking to trade yeah. for Brandon right now has to be very mindful of that. The player is always going to tell you he's 100% ready to go. Right. I have no reason to disbelieve him. I think at this moment, he absolutely is. If he says he is, he's ready. But all it takes is one bell hit that can really, I think, change the complexity of a career, and the Patriots have to be mindful of that. And Brandon has to be mindful of that with his own uh, safety as well. Yeah, please. So, please, because yeah. he's a great guy. You know who else Murph likes? Murph likes football players with the last name Bolden on their jersey. I really am excited to ask no. you this question because earlier this week, there were reports, I talked about it here uh, earlier yeah. this week on Locked On Patriots, that Slade Bolden, former teammate of Mac Jones in Alabama, uh, former no pupil of no relation, yes, no relation to Brandon, nope. uh, who is uh, doing great things out there in Las yep. Vegas, and we miss him up here in New England without any question, and I know we do. We definitely do. I know Murph does. Um, but He's also a former pupil of Bill O'Brien. Your thoughts on him coming in here? You think it's worth the Patriots taking a flyer on this? I say maybe a very low-risk, high-reward type deal might be worth kicking the tires on it, seeing what's there. Yeah, um, super low risk, super low reward. Slate Bolden is slow, people. Okay, he's slow. All right, the reason that he had so much success at Alabama is because he had the best wide receiving cores around him in maybe college football history. <laughs> okay, that's why he was constantly wide open because you had to double team everybody else on that on that field. Okay, no, nothing. Yeah, Mike Mike's right. I love me a Bolden family reunion. You know, please invite me to the next one, guys. It's, the the mac and cheese is fabulous. The company is is you can't beat, and um. And there's always a good little flag football game to watch with the kids out there. But it, no, I don't want Slade Bolden here. If you want to get Mac Jones a pet, sure, go buy him a gerbil. <laughs> On that note, folks, I don't know how to top that. So what we're going to do here is we're going to transition off into making this a true free agent Friday because the concept itself really was reborn here on Locked On Patriots. Thanks to the Twitter musings of one of our favorite listeners here. Jason Sullivan resurrected the idea. So how else can we honor the man but to make his free agent wish list our first free agent wish list of the season right here on Locked On Patriots. Murph and I break down our favorite members of this list when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Pats fans, once again, the legendary Thomas Murphy of E2GSports.com joining me here to close the week in style, just like he helped us open the week in style here on Monday. It is Free Agent Friday on Locked On Patriots. And Murph, in the previous segment, we talked about how wide receiver Robert Woods is now a free agent. Great player, will get his money, will get his time, and will get his statistics. It just probably will be outside of New England. And I think we're both in agreement as to why. But that doesn't mean that the Patriots are not going to be active in free agency. They've got internal and external players that they definitely have their sharp eye on. And our listeners here on Lockdown Patriots always do a great job of keeping their sharp eye out for potential talent. And a tip of the cap to our good friend Jason Sullivan, found on Twitter at Sully6827. Sully thought it wouldn't be a good idea for Mock Draft Monday to have a sister show to kind of spin off and make it a free agent Friday. And because it was his idea to resurrect this idea that we did do a couple of years ago here on Locked On Patriots, we're giving him the charter. We're giving him the first free agent wish list breakdown of free agent Friday. And folks, 
As you can see, if you are viewing us on YouTube, there it is. There is Jason Sullivan's free agent wish list. How about that, Merce? Late Bolden right on the top of the right list. The <laughs> After we just sang, or I tried to sing his praises, Murph, not yeah, so much yeah. really impressed. But you know what? That's why we play the game, folks. Uh, James Ferentz on this list, some interesting Joe Cardona, a lot of internal names mm -hmm. here. Uh, but then again, a lot of names that are external. And Murph, if I'm, my calculations are correct, we're seeing a lot of uh, 2022 Las Vegas Raiders yeah. on Sully's list. So your initial thoughts on here, what do you think of Jason's list? And are any favorites jumping out at you when you take a look um, at what he's got here? I looked at this and, and Sully smartly uh, is putting together a free agent wish list. He's hitting on a lot of uh, players that, that fill holes here. So yeah, I do. I, I and I really like the fact that he's just taking taking a jab at at uh, at the Raiders here. Okay, <laughs> you know what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And yeah, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna take your best your best players. Uh, I like you know bringing back Carl Davis Jr. I thought mm -hmm. is a fantastic move. Um, Farrell, I I really you know it. This kid was was a very top of the board pick for the Raiders just a few years ago. I think he went fifth overall. It, was that right? It, it, it's, uh, oh man, it's that that's killing me, but it wasn't his fault where he was picked. Okay. Mm. Let's just put it that way. He, he was, he was a top end of the draft kid um, that has not panned out in the way that, that, uh, that anybody wanted him to most of all the Raiders um, they've spent a great deal of time and capital in trying to replace him over the past couple of years. So that may scare a few people off, but he's a really good special teams guy. And uh, I think he could come in here and, and do well. Yeah, without question. I think the special teams prowess of a lot of the guys that you're seeing right here on the list with Sully uh, spell New England Patriots. And I think that's yeah. why he's bringing some of these guys in. Farrell right up at the top of that list. Not necessarily the statistical output that you'd want to no. see. I think a lot but, of Raiders fans will probably be happy to see him go. But in the right, right system, I think this kid can resurrect because yeah, the it, talent it is could, there. It was always there. Yeah. It was it was always there. He he was one of the top guys on the board last year, probably uh, that year, probably the second or the third ranked guy at his position, and it just it it just didn't work out. Nobody mm. saw the pick coming, and I think a, a fresh start would be really good for this this young man. I think you can bring him in here for a. Um, not a league minimum deal, but a very team friendly deal, a very, uh, you know, let me come here and get myself right working with uh, the defensive coaches here in New England and uh, see what I can do. Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, sometimes what these guys need is a second chance, uh, yep. an additional look and a system that knows how to utilize their strengths. And that's right. what lead me into my potential diamond in the rough here among Sully's suggest. Uh, uh, you projections. just want the jersey. I should say, yeah, yeah, you kind of do. You kind of want, everybody wants a little sin in their life. And uh, Rocky Asin, I think, is someone that can provide that. Look, he hasn't lit the statistical sheet on fire, folks. There's no question right. about it. I know a lot of you are probably groaning hearing this and saying, oh, it's really all about the name. It's all about the hype that he had pre-draft, never lived up to it. Um, 27 passes defensed in four seasons, three of right. which he spent in Indianapolis, one with the Las Vegas Raiders uh, last year. Um, 
kid uh, compiles a good amount of tackles, 183 combined tackles in four seasons, 154 of those solo, only two tackles for loss, um, two career interceptions. I mean, that's not exactly what the Patriots right. look for in terms of corners that can come in and that can make an impact. But where you can see the potential here with this kid is you can see the average depth of target when you look at the statistics that he's put up, especially the ones that he put up in Indianapolis, it goes down every year. Started off with 12.2 average depth yep. per target in his rookie season, dropped to 10.7, drops to 10.6 in his third year in Indy, only 8.1 last right. year with the Las Vegas Raiders. He's getting much better at containing and being able to prevent wide receivers from getting into their motion and really getting out there and be, uh, you know, threats. And we saw him defend some third down backs last year as well, coming out of the backfield. So this to me is intriguing. I like the upside here. I don't love the fit right off the bat. Could be a project, but someone, if the Patriots can get him on a relatively moderate deal, I'm not going to say a cheap deal because no. I don't think Rock's going to settle for a cheap deal, no, but no, this is not. a moderate, moderate short uh, years this could be worth taking a plunge on, in my opinion. I, I'm intrigued by this. I, yeah, I, like I, agree. What, I like what Sully did here. Yeah, so do I. Um, you know, Rocky Sin is probably one of the more underrated guys in the free agent class. And I think there's going to be, but th see, this is the issue. I think he, he's only underrated by the general public and writers uh when they're going over the the best of this free agent class i think he's i think he's going to demand command a lot more money than maybe mm -hmm. the patriots are willing to to That's go for somebody that you that is is above average to above average depending on where you're playing him and um really but on, on the downside you don't have to really game plan around him yeah you, you you really don't, and and uh, once again, are you paying fifteen million dollars a year to a number two corner? Mm, yeah, and that's essentially I'd money that could be allocated else elsewhere. Yeah, and I think a lot of Patriots fans would probably agree with that. And if the asking price is beyond what the Patriots have set for him market value, then yeah, you're getting into the areas where you're not going to get into a bidding war for his services. If he's willing to take what you're willing to give. I think you do it. If it goes beyond that, probably a situation where you move on. But there is an intriguing fit here, folks, and don't necessarily roll your eyes at that. If the Patriots somehow make this happen, this could end up being a diamond in the rough. I really want to give Sully a lot of credit for this. And if for no other reason, he's prioritized re-signing Joe Cardona. Like Murph said earlier this week, he's definitely made this a big part of what the Patriots have to do. Long snappers are important, folks. Don't let anyone fool you. And Joe Cardona they is among people. the best of the business. Long snappers <laughs> are people, too. Uh, absolutely. Murph, it's grade time. Uh, we love to grade the mock drafts. Free agency wish list for Jason Sullivan. Your thoughts, your grade on uh, his list here. I want to give Sully a B minus on this because, mm. you know, there, there's a little bit of a stretch. There's a little bit of a reach here and there. A little too much money uh, being thrown around at guys that um, I, I I don't see as a huge upgrade as mm. to what's already here. Um, so uh, a solid B minus with, you know, maybe maybe a little kicker you take somebody else out of there. <laughs> Absolutely, folks. I mean, you know, you look at the types of issues or the types of, you know, deficiencies that the Patriots had last year. He's hitting a lot of those. I do think there are a few stretches, but there are a couple of potential stretches here that I think give you the opportunity 
to make what looks right now on paper, especially with uh, with Sully's list, to be an average type haul to something that could be a slightly above average if these guys can round into form. I like bringing back Jabril Peppers. I like bringing back yeah. Carl Davis. Physicality, guys that have the attitude, guys that have the veteran presence and the wherewithal to be able to get you where you need to go. And then you can take chances on guys like Rock Yassin or Clellan Farrell, and someone can come in and be able to maybe yeah. resurrect uh, a lot of pre-draft hype in those years that didn't quite necessarily live up to expectation. Yeah. You know, they, 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 Richie James, really? Richie James? <laughs> no, you know. I'm going to have to talk to Sully so, about that. So we absolutely applaud you. Thank you for resurrecting this idea. Folks, please yeah. send in your free agent wish lists here on a Friday. We're going to be doing a little financial breakdown very soon, so keep a sharp eye open for that uh, because, obviously, finance is a big part of free agency, and we are coming close as the Combine wraps up in Indianapolis at the end of this week. But, folks, continue to stay locked in to Locked On Patriots for all of your free agency, draft updates, coaching changes, anything you need to know about Locked On, anything you need to know about your New England Patriots, we're covering right here on Locked On. And please continue to send in your free agency wish lists. And most importantly, send in those mock drafts for Monday. Murph and I are still accepting applications to view some of these for Monday's show. And you definitely want to get your opportunity to have yours shared with all of our listeners here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Murph, what can I say? I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for coming on, classing up the place each and every day that you come on the show. Before I let you go, my friend, please, for the weekend, let everyone know where they can find you, your great work, and just what you have coming up on the horizon from the great pen, the great voice of Thomas Murphy. Uh, whatever tickles my fancy on the Red Sox beat over there at uh, <laughs> over there at E2G Sports. Go right ahead. I got a nice piece up there o- over the past couple of days about uh, the middle infield and the the, the lack of depth there at. Um, of course, you can follow me on the Bird Bird app at TMurf207. Uh, we will be back on the air on uh, Tuesday this week. With, with another One Patriots place. And the one and only Alex Barth is going to be stopping by to mm. talk about everything that happened this week at the Combine. Definitely, folks. Make sure to check that out. Make that a definite part of your New England Patriots coverage this week whenever Alex hits the mic with yeah. Murph and Claire. It is appointment listening. So do that on One Patriots place and always check out everything he does on E2GSports.com. And, of course, if you want your Murph fix first thing on a Monday morning, you check it out here on Locked On Patriots because we're going to be breaking down your great mock drafts on Mock Draft Monday. In the Get meantime, in. continue to please stay safe and stay well, folks. Thank you for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage and your first listen every day. Now that you've done that, make your second listen. Our good friends over at Locked On NFL Draft. My friends and colleagues are absolutely crushing it right now. Damian Parson and Keith Sanchez from from the Draft Network give you all you need to know from the Combine and Draft Profiles when it comes to Locked On NFL Drafts. So download, subscribe to, follow wherever you get your podcasts. And also don't forget to smash that subscribe button and download, subscribe to, and follow Locked On Patriots. On behalf of the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, I am Mike DeBate. Stay safe, stay well, be the change that you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone, and have a great weekend.